He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here safely ensconced in the bunker in the hill country. First of all, I want to thank all the people, the Fredericksburg, the hill country, Kitty, all the awesome people that uh, were up at the Capitol. I believe it was nearly all women and ladies. I want to thank you so much. Um, what a, a, a bizarre day, a scary day up at the Capitol. Um, Angela, I want to thank Angela Smith for, for taking care of uh, the ladies that uh, uh, rode up together that all met yesterday morning in uh, Fredericksburg and rode up together and then stuck it out until they were all unceremonially unceremoniously um evicted from the uh chambers at the capitol from the uh, uh from the gallery excuse me from the gallery in the house chambers and uh, we got lots of firsthand stories on that we're going to have jonathan science talk to us about that here in a minute but before we get all to the to get to all of that we've got some things you've got to get engaged folks local 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 You've got to get engaged locally. I don't know how often we have to say this, but the decisions that are made in your backyard, the school board, the city council, the county commissioners, your county judges, these decisions, these groups of elected people, of elected representatives who meet regularly in your backyard, these are the people who have the most impact on your life. These are the ones that decide what your kids are going to hear and see in the school. These are the people that decide the tax rates. These are the, the this is affects your everyday life, everyday life. And yet, and yet it is the lowest turnout, voter turnout of all our elections. How does this make any sense? I mean, this is an, this election that is right here in our backyard. The Democrats are way all engaged in it. The Democrat Party is seriously engaged in it. They take this seriously, and you want the proof of that. Just take a look at who's been running our school boards, who's been running our city councils, and just take a look at the track record. How are they paying attention to the Constitution in the past? Well, they certainly have not in Fredericksburg. Well, why not? We're a mostly conservative town. Well, it's because, and I'm going to point the finger right where it belongs. The Republican Party, who controls, and I say that loosely, 75% of the voters in Fredericksburg and in the Hill Country, three-quarters of the voters line up with the Republican Party, and the proof of that is in the general election every four years, when we're at 25 a 75-25 or an 80-20 counties here in the Hill Country, meaning 80% of us, 75% of us vote along the lines of the Republican Party. And the Republican parties in the Hill Country, they open up offices and get out 
to vote and make phone calls, and they do all of these things. They work the phone banks. They call every Republican voter in the Hill Country and say, make sure you get out and vote for some guy in Washington, D.C. And then we have the elections right here in our backyard that affect our daily lives. And where is the party? Did they get on the phone? Did they call Republican voters? No, they didn't do that. Nah, they're not going to get engaged in local elections. Folks, you have got to change that attitude in your local party. You've got to go in and change that attitude. These votes are the most important votes. The votes in our backyard are the most important votes. And our party, the party that stands for conservatism, is the party that's supposed to defend the Republican ideals here locally, they could get, get they don't care. Let's just keep it nice and honest. They do not care about the local elections, and the proof is in their behavior in this last cycle. Even the Republican leadership in Gillespie County has started speaking out against the Republicans who are actually doing something in the county. Got a crazy letter from the head of the Republican Party in uh, Gillespie County. The guy's not a Republican. There's no way. He's got that R by his name. He claims to be a Republican, but he does not want to push for the Republican platform here in local elections. Could care less. Doesn't care. Should read some of the letters I've got from this guy. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll come out with them publicly. But it's bad news. All right, tonight, We the People, Liberty in Action is going to be meeting at at uh, Acapulco Mexican Restaurant at 6 o'clock. Go there. Go early. Order some dinner. Sit around. Visit. How do you get engaged locally? What can you do between now and Saturday to get the vote out in uh, Kerr County, to get the vote out for Brandon Airy, to get the vote out for Roman Garcia and Barbara Duell Ferguson? What can y'all do? Go to that meeting tonight at Acapulco Restaurant. The last, the only day left to vote is ha, Election Day. All right, early voting's over. Election Day is uh, Friday, I mean Saturday. Woo, woo, Saturday from 7 to 7. What can you do between now and then? You know what? I know that there's even time for the Republican parties. Yes, there is. The Republican parties in uh, Kerr and, and Gillespie County could get together. They could have a quick emergency meeting. They could open up their phone banks and start calling local Republican voters and, and pleading with them to go out and vote Saturday. Will they do that? I seriously doubt it. They're too busy putting down the Republicans and the conservatives who are actually getting the vote out, who are actually campaigning for conservative candidates. We've got leadership in both Kerr County and Gillespie County, putting those people down, giving them problems, calling them out for being engaged in a local election. Can you imagine that? Your local party leadership is putting down people who are engaged to get Republicans out to vote. That's how upside down things are. Y'all stay tuned. We're going to do our best to get uh, Jonathan Sines on the air with us uh, here in a second. We'll be right back.
Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. Thank you so much for sticking around. Need to get all the right buttons pushed here. So glad to be back in the studio after two days up at the Capitol. Um, I know there were some uh, uh, broadcast quality issues. We're working on that. Um, I promise you, we're working on that. We're going to do our best to get that fixed before next Tuesday. In fact, if we don't get it fixed, I don't know if I'm going to broadcast from the Capitol. That was... uh, pretty lousy yesterday and we had an important message uh to bring to you so um this uh friday in fort worth uh there is a texas values event that is going to be uh quite uh quite awesome i'm uh, looking forward to it i wish i lived in the fort worth area i would be there um, but their uh, one of their speakers is going to be Riley Gaines, and uh, she's going to be back in Texas. Uh, she was here Monday when we were testifying in uh, on uh, the uh, uh, Save Women's Sports issue on Monday, and I actually got my testimony in before dark Monday night. I still spent the night in Austin, so I could be there for yesterday's uh, insanity. And uh, let's see if I got someone on the phone here. Um, the, let's see who we have. Uh, this is Matt. You are live on the air. It's Jonathan Signs. All right, Jonathan. Finally, I got all the buttons pushed. I had to push the green button and the red button. Jonathan, welcome. Um, glad that you survived yesterday. We saw some pretty scary video, um, and we want to hear uh, some about that. But tell us about your event in Friday night in Fort Worth with our good friend Riley Gaines. I think a lot of people are looking forward to this. Yeah, I'm real excited about it. And I'm sorry, I'm standing right outside of here and I'm about to testify in the Senate. We have an event. Uh, we just have a few tickets left, almost sold out in Fort Worth, Friday, May 5th. Riley Gaines, the female athlete leading the Save Women Sports issue. She's going to be our keynote speaker for the dinner. Going to have a wonderful crowd at a very important time where we're start, still trying to get that bill passed. All right, we're we're going to, um, if you need to go, just say the word we understand. (laughs) What bill are you? i got a few minutes. All right, what bill are you getting ready to testify on? Um, Well, the Safe Women's Sports Bill is Senate Bill 15. The one I'm about to testify on is Senate Bill 1195 by Senator Brian Hughes. And this bill just makes it clear that the Attorney General has authority to prosecute cases at the local level related to enforcement of our pro-life laws that protect against abortion, um, election integrity and human trafficking. We know there have been times where local DAs, there's even articles um, where Jose Garza from Travis County, Mark Gonzalez from uh, Nueces County, and, and letters that have been signed by district attorneys in Texas that have confirmed they've said they're not going to prosecute some of the new pro life laws after Roe versus Wade was overturned. That's unacceptable. So we need to empower our Attorney General to be able to enforce our laws. Well, thank you so much for being there to testify uh, on that bill. Jonathan, did your people all get out safely and unhurt yesterday afternoon from the well, gallery? 
Well, we did. You know, it was quite an eventful day. This is the first time I've seen the entire Capitol cleared um, at close to 20 years working in and around the Capitol. But I understand there were serious safety concerns. Um, we were in the extension. I did have a situation that happened to me earlier that day in the morning. And, you know, all I was doing was trying to walk up to the House Gallery. You know, there were a lot of people that were meeting up there that were supporting this bill, Senate Bill 14, to stop the uh, to stop gender modifications on kids. And the groups there that were supporting it, transgender groups and others, I mean, really they were blocking the way of people getting through right. that area, walking up public stairs. And so I was just trying to make my way up to the gallery and, you know, exercising my First Amendment rights, holding my sign that said, Stop Child Gender Mutilation. And apparently they didn't like it. They started attacking me, screaming at me, um, threatening me, yelling all kinds of stuff. The video's on Twitter, on Texas Values Action Twitter. You can see the video. We decided to go ahead and record it just so people would know what happened and what it was like, what it's like sometimes at the Capitol. But people shouldn't have to face that hostile environment. But they do try to intimidate people. We're not going to be intimidated, but nobody should be treated that way, not myself, anybody else. This is the Capitol that all of us have rights to. You know, I was watching that video, and I want to say thank you. There were three, four of our Hill Country uh, ladies walking right behind you. and uh, oh, I saw Angela Smith. She was right there next to me. Yes, she was, and then three more right <laughs> back, and then three more right behind you. And, Jonathan, I have to tell you, one of those ladies, that was the first time she had ever been to the Capitol to be engaged can you imagine? Why, I, I need to talk with her and find out where she, what she's yeah. feeling today. That had to be scary. Oh, I know. No, it's, it's traumatizing. And look, I'm here all the time, right? And right. it still like sort of surprised me. And it was a little much. And I was a little concerned because the day before we had security assigned to Riley Gaines mm-hmm. when she testified at the Capitol because she was attacked physically recently. Uh, but we didn't bring security yesterday. We just, you know, we didn't have a high-profile guest like hers. I mean, I didn't think about myself particularly, but we're going to have to look at that moving forward. But nobody should have to face that. And, and it troubles me, too, that people maybe like her and others that were there for the first time, you know, they may not come back or they feel like that's what it's like. It really is rarely like that, but sometimes it is. And so people need to know where law enforcement is. They need to know where DPS is close by and uh, know that they're available to protect them. And know your exits and be a, just be situationally aware in situations like that. And I think more and more us conservatives need, need to get training in that kind of stuff. So um, tell us what you, uh, uh, what you understand now about Senate Bill 14 and um, where I, it had a point of order, and I'm going to talk about that in the yep. minute. And the point of order is the probably the silliest point of order uh, we've ever I've ever seen, um, and we're going to talk about that. But um, where where is this bill now? So we're talking about Senate Bill 14. This is the bill that protects kids from harmful child uh, gender transitions, procedures, puberty blockers, these things that can cause irreversible damage to kids' bodies. We know they're. I guess this issue has become very popular. There's no regulations in state law right now on these issues. So the bill was supposed to get voted on by the full House yesterday. There was a technicality, as I like to call a point of order, that was raised on the bill. And so they had to stop the process and go back a couple of steps. And so now the bill is going to receive a full vote on the House floor, I believe, on Friday. So we did lose some time, but there's still time to get this done. Do you uh, suspect that we will see the same scene on Friday? Do you think the state, uh, the Capitol Police, or whoever's in charge up there will um, uh, maybe have a different situation Friday? What do you think it's going to look like? 
Uh, certainly possible. It's certainly possible that, you know, I mean, look, and the DPS is going to probably, you know, t- tweak some of their measures or whatever, knowing that um, what happened the other day and just sort of update things or whatever or have a better idea. I'm not, that's not a, a negative towards them. I'm just right. saying they have a better idea of what that looked like. And they're probably going to just be more restrictive so these things don't happen that they have to respond to. But I think you're still going to have a big crowd, probably not as big as the other day because people knew like three or four days in advance. But we'll be here. Our team is here every day at the legislative session. We'll be here. Anybody wants to come to our office as a staging point, we'll probably have a room reserved in the Capitol like we did yesterday. If people need access to that, we're happy to do that. And um, I'm going to be headed up to Fort Worth later in the day for our event, but other members of our team will be here at the Capitol on Friday uh, trying to help get that bill passed and help the grassroots stay engaged. All right. Give us another uh, promo for Friday's event in Fort Worth. <laughs> Who's going to be there and where can people sure. get tickets? Well, tell your friends up in the Fort Worth area. I'm excited. Riley Gaines, the female athlete that's leading the Sable Women's Sports Issue, is going to talk about her touch with the swimmer Leah Thomas, Will Thomas, who's here from Texas. She was forced to race against this male swimmer and uh, missed out on a trophy that day. Um, also, Tarrant County Judge Tim O'Hare, great friend of ours, he's going to be there. He's going to do the welcome. Uh, Rick Barnes, who's the Tarrant County Republican Party, a lot of good people up there. Um, we have a huge crowd, just have a couple of tickets left. We're almost sold out. Go to txvalues.org if you want to join us. All right, Jonathan, thank you again, and thank you for uh, thank you for all your people that were up there in what I'm going to say was a, a dangerous day yesterday, and everybody got out of it safely, and I want to thank you and your organization. Thank you again, Jonathan. Yep. Okay, we'll see you, Matt. All right, there you go, folks. Uh, Jonathan Science with TX Values, and um, we're going to take a short break, and when I get back, I'm going to play you the audio to give you an idea of what Jonathan was talking about when he entered, uh, when he went into the Capitol uh, yesterday. So y'all stay tuned. We're going to play you some of that, and we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the question I raised yesterday. How do we engage with these people? Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Rhinos hate him. I'm out. Come out wherever you are. He's Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for sticking around. Um, I want to go over what Jonathan Science was talking about yesterday. Um, while I was on the air yesterday between 9 and 10 was the moment in time when um, most people were heading up to sit in the gallery. And uh, we had had some coordination with the uh, Republican Party of Texas, yes, with uh, Jill Glover. Um, and it was not the Republican Party of Texas who bought the T-shirts. And I cannot, I apologize, I don't have the T-shirt with me right now. But uh, they worked through Jill Glover, and uh, we had this availability of uh, these red T-shirts. And the idea was, let's get into the gallery early. Let's um, wear red. In fact, uh, I wore red, and then they said, Matt, we have these great T-shirts. Please change into one of our red T-shirts. So I did. <clears throat> and um, so we uh, we actually was very successful. The um, the um, the the other side, the um, Satan had uh, designed a, um, a a rally down in the rotunda for uh, those who want to mutilate your children. 
Um, they and so I think it was. Uh, I think they're going to look back at that and see that strategically that was a bad move because what happened as the gallery was opening, our people were up there to go in and populate those seats, and knowing they were just going to sit there all day, but they got in there and got those seats. And uh, so anyway, um, as our people were trying to make their way up through the. Um, rally uh when i got there about ten fifteen, there was the big crowd was in the center of the rotunda and i had to work my way through them uh to get to uh to get to the stairs um but all of this and i'm going to play this video it's a minute and a half but in the audio you're not going to be able to hear jonathan for a bit but that is the that's the whole point of me playing this all right and so uh, let's see. Let's get this going. This is yesterday, I believe, between 9 and 10. Jonathan Science has uh, just made the stairs and is walking up the stairs. Behind him are uh, is Angela Smith and three more of our folks that uh, maybe more, maybe five, you can definitely see uh, four behind uh, Angela in a couple of the scenes. One of those people was the first day at the Capitol to get engaged can you imagine what was going through her head and i need to talk to her see if we're ever gonna see her up at the capitol honestly i think we will because i know this lady pretty well i think this did not intimidate her but we're gonna find out all right listen to what these guys had to go through maybe okay i'm working on this i got that button i got that button it's not that button oh it's this button here we go all right there we go can say is wow watching it again um this is uh, yeah this is what the conservatives have to go through now i want to ask you i'm looking at the brave uh, uh women in this picture the last frame shows me the women that were uh, following the women from fredericksburg from the hill country there were folks there from kerrville as well they they didn't turn tail and run back to their vehicles they were not intimidated, even though they had to walk through 
Uh, they were surrounded on both sides in this video, except for one section where they had the wall to their right. And uh, but it is scary looking. And and at one point in the time, and I don't know if Jonathan knows this, but over his left shoulder is a uh, a uh, a fellow with a purple uh, tie dye shirt on. I had seen him up at the Capitol over the last couple of days. In fact, on Monday night, about, oh, what time was it? About 7.30 or 8, um, after I'd gotten done testifying, and I walked over to the um, the the elevators because I wasn't going to do those stairs one more time because I had been up there since uh, 7 o'clock Monday morning. So it's 12 hours later. I don't know how many times I've walked the stairs. So I go to the elevator and uh, here's this guy uh, that we see in all of the videos from yesterday, Monday night. I get on the elevator with this guy, and he's kind of friendly. And um, I'm friendly, too. I, I Listen, I embarrass my wife all the time by <laughs> talking to strangers, okay? I'm not afraid to talk to strangers. I do it all the time. I actually kind of enjoy it. So we strike up a conversation. Um, this is on Monday night, and uh, he says, do you work here? Because, see, I had my tie and my black jacket on. I was, man, I was all suited out. I was Sunday go to meeting, dressed up on Monday, get in the elevator, and this guy says, do you work here? And I said, no. And he says, well, what, what are you doing here? I said, I'm an activist. I'm a conservative activist. I'm a Christian conservative activist. For And he says, well, what does that mean? I said, I fight for conservative values. And he said, then he mumbled something. Now we're approaching the floor where I'm about to get off, right? You're, it's, the elevator's slowing down. And he mumbled something. And look, I'm deaf in one ear and I can't hear out of the other, right? <laughs> Ask my wife. Um, and so I, he mumbled something. And then I said, I'm sorry. And he, and he said, mumbled something again louder and about and I did I, I honestly I, I I didn't understand him, and so as the elevator door is opening and I'm about to get out and he's actually going up uh, 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 further, he says what bill, and that was when I finally understood what he was saying what bill, but he yelled at it and there was look on his face. <laughs> And the first thing that came to my mind was that bill on hearing aids. And so I walked out the door. I did not realize that he is one of the main instigators and leaders. Um, listen, it does not take uh, it does not take a certified detective to go through all the videos on Twitter that I saw yesterday, as well as being present in the Capitol. I can point to you the five instigators, the five people, maybe six people, who were there and are instigating and are directing and guiding people. In fact, um, I'm, I, we, Jonathan needs to know that face uh, over his left shoulder as he was coming up the stairs. I'm not sure if I would want that guy, knowing who he is now, I'm not sure if I want him walking that close to me, and he was just behind him. Jonathan couldn't see what he may or may not do. These are the kind we got to watch out for these people. Listen, also, afterwards, as they were leaving, and we've got, 
And we've got proof of we've got video and we've got picture proof of this. In fact, as the crime, and I'm gonna call it that, was taking place, there was someone who took several pictures from directly above. Let me tell you about the crime. So after folks were removed from the um uh from the gallery, so they clear out the gallery. Um, because of uh, the behavior of all the leftists. Uh, they didn't clear out just the, the, the Satan's demons. They cleared out everyone. And, um, but uh, they, so a handful started praying in the rotunda. All right. And as this, and they were, call us the red shirts because that's what we were yesterday. Um, and man, was it amazing to see all those red shirts. So, the red shirts show up in the, uh, uh, down there in the um, uh, rotunda as they're leaving, and they decide to start praying. And so maybe a dozen of them kind of gather around, start praying in close to one another, and that circle grows, and they end up making a circle, I'm going to guess about 20, 25 people holding hands and praying. All right? So they've got this circle. Now, I want to remind you that this is the space that just uh, four or five hours before that, the uh, transgendered community um, uh, had taken up that space and completely controlled it. So now there's about 30, 25 or 30 red shirts up there, and they're forming a circle and praying. Well, two of the <clears throat> two of the biggest, ugliest trans men dressed as Men dressed as women, um, two of the biggest, ugliest ones, um, broke through the circle, got into the middle of the circle. You know, I don't know if they went under somebody's arms. I, I don't have the video of that, but we have pictures of what happened immediately after that. So these two big, ugly men dressed as women jump into the middle of the circle and start cackling and uh, calling up and trying to do a chant to drown out the praying people, the praying people. Our people began, kept praying. In fact, several people held their hand out. You've seen it, where they're holding their hands out as they pray. Um, and um, over on the right-hand side, there's Angela. There's a group of about five of us from Hill Country. I say us. I was not there. There's a group about five from the Hill Country. They're holding hands. And one of the instigators, and as you watch the videos, if you go to Twitter and, and get onto as many of those videos you can, you will recognize the, I don't know, the he, she, or it, the he, she, or it, that with the real short uh, dyed uh, blonde hair um, decided to shove their way through one of our um, Fredericksburg Tea Party members, who, by the way, <clears throat> is a uh, professional um, guard, bodyguard. In fact, that's what his job is. He is a, he is a security expert. They picked the, out of all that circle, he's the one who knew exactly how to deal with someone coming up from behind you and shoving you like that. And so he, these one woman starts to head up. She can't get through at that point because our security guy's there. He's pushing back against her. And then another person who, again, if you look at all the videos, you'll see the second instigator, that lady. She came in behind the butch haircut gal and pushed him. 
this is an assault. This is an, a physical assault on two of our good Fredericksburg Tea Party, good people from the Hill Country who were up there praying. They were physically assaulted. We have pictures of it. It is, you could run the videos like on January 6th, the people who shoved and tried to bust into the line behind our folks, behind our security expert. What? Man, they didn't see that coming. And um, they would be easy to identify. They should be charged. They should be charged for assault. So. That was what it was like for the brave women. And I'm going to say women because I think, honestly, I think there was one male from Kerrville, I believe. I'm not too sure, but I'm 99% sure all of the rest were women. They're brave. Man, my hat's off. And and I wish I, I'd like to name names, but I don't know if all of y'all want your names named. But if you know any of the ladies that went to the Capitol yesterday, they deserve a prize. What you need to do is invite them out to dinner. They should get, I don't know, they should get a plaque, a ribbon, a something, a bravery ribbon. I'm so proud of those ladies. And I'm so proud of all the red red heads, all the red shirts that showed up yesterday. Folks, y'all stay tuned. We're going to wrap this up and uh, get you all pumped up for uh, Lorraine Lamond coming in at 10. So y'all stick around. We'll be right back. There's more where that came from. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. I'll be back. We are back. You are listening to the Matt Long Show. I am still Matt Long, and I uh, want to thank you for listening. I want you to know, we I've been on the air four years. In fact, I was uh, doing a little math the other day. I Just roughly in my head, I said, you know, four years and do a little quick math. I must have done about 250 shows a year. Therefore, I must have done my thousandth show. And so Sunday while I was watching uh, the uh, either the F1 or the Indy race, and I love open-wheel racing, I'm watching. I had two races on Sunday. I was watching those and uh, had my, uh, uh, had my uh, books in front of me, and I started counting. Yes, I went through, but I have a calendar for each month going back to the beginning of my show. And so I started counting how many shows I'd done, and not counting the days that uh, there was a week there when I had the Kung Flu and uh, about a week when we went to Hawaii and early on about a week when I uh, went on a cruise uh, to Alaska. This is all over the last four years. I did all the math, and about three weeks ago, two weeks ago today, two weeks ago today, I did my 1,000th show. Um, did not know that. I just assumed at a thousand shows, you know, maybe the radio station would buy you a cake or something. Uh, but no, I guess they don't do that. But uh, anyway, um, it was uh, for me. It was a uh, it, it was a hallmark for me. I uh, this is you've heard me say this before. Never, ever, ever in my sixty years of existence 
would I have thought that I would be talking to you on the radio. I'm now 64, and I have a whole brand new career. <laughs> I am. I got to fill an hour every morning, and I absolutely love it, and I love hearing from you, and I love to see people engaged who said, I heard you on the radio, and I want to get involved. That is why I am here, and that is what I am doing. And so a thousand shows and thank you for staying here because if you weren't listening i don't believe the hill country patriot or the ranch radio group would let me stick around for a thousand shows so thank you very much i have a good friend uh, by the name of uh, mike sublet he's a preacher um up in uh, uh up in the panhandle and uh he's in pampa in the panhandle in pampa and uh, I knew him when I was a, a young buck, uh, fresh out of college, um, and uh, has been one of the many preachers I have collected in my life. He sends out um, a really good, uh, um, t- he sends out emails every day, three or four or five. He's one of these people that just jam your emails full, but they are always so good. And this article is uh that was written by david gibson that he forwarded it says so why is perseverance why perseverance is so important he says perseverance means persistence steadfastness endurance holding on standing firm tenacity stick to it keeping on keeping on stamina grit hoeing your road to the end staying the course and crossing the finish line what is the opposite of perseverance it's surrender it's caving in. The opposite of perseverance is, you know, like the French, the surrender monkeys. Surrender, caving in, calling it quits, walking out, throwing in the towel, giving up, bailing out. Perseverance is one of the hardest things we can ever do, but how we need it in so many areas of our life, marriage, work, sports, relationships, overcoming addictions, and most important, living the Christian life. So why should we persevere? Because we are striving for a future, an invisible reward. Satan will do all he can to discourage us, distract us, and defeat us. The reward we seek is promised to those who stay true to the end. What, what are the values that perseverance give you? It enables us to push through the hard times, and it enables us to bear the fruit god desires in us it gives us the power to finish strong and how do we endure we keep our eyes on jesus who endured far more than we we aim for the reward we diligently cultivate the qualities that enable us to attain quote entrance into the eternal kingdom from second peter 1 5 through 11. i bring this question up and i brought it up yesterday How do we, you heard the audio, how do we persevere? How do we stick with it when you you might even be physically afraid, maybe not for your life, but that you might get punched, that you might get hit? And as spooky as that was, yes, it's safe to say you might have worried about your life yesterday. If your wife was up at the Capitol yesterday, in fact, I know one of the husbands who had found a live stream of what was going on at the Capitol and was was worried about his wife as he should have been and, and called her immediately, what's going on? Are you safe? How do we persevere through this? 
and and how do we behave as Christians? You know, we've been hearing the church tell us and leaders in our church for a long time and elders in our church that we we need to love and be kind and that and I'm not saying this facetiously that we need to be love loving we need to be kind we need to show the love of Christ in all of our actions how do we do that with this group of people you know I'm I don't hate these people I have no hate I have no fear of the trans community I do not hate them I got one simple request stay the heck away from our children stay away from our children that's all I ask stay away from our children we don't hate you we just don't want you swimming with our girls and changing in the girls locker room if you're a boy it's that simple stay away from our children we don't hate you but how do you bring the love of Christ into the lives of those people you know we're told to spread the word around the world and, and you've got a room full of people. You've got hundreds of people there who are on the broad path that leads straight to hell. And we walk by them and we fear for our lives, but are we fearing for their souls? Are you concerned for their souls? And if so, how do we reach those people? How do we do it? Any of the pastors out there that are listening, any of the elders that are out there listening, any of uh, uh, some people I know that listen to this show every day who have very strong uh, faith and very strong knowledge of the Bible and Scripture and, and have lived amazing lives as good Christian people, and, and we've followed those rules all these years about being kind and loving where 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 is it now how do we do this i need your help we got to figure this out this is what we've been told is to spread the good news how do we spread the good news to that mob 